1: I know I know
0: What's good, wrestling world? It's the one, the only Brian Rails. Who the fuck else? And, you know, there's a lot going on in this world, particularly right here in these United States, not just Brooklyn. And I won't say not just Queens, because that bro has a mind of its own. Anyways, long story short, I've been keeping up with NXT more so than main roster stuff. I do watch main roster on occasion. I do turn on Raw, even though, even without an audience, it's still one big talk fest, and I'll get to that later. Tonight, on NXT, it opened up with Keith Lee saying... I realize I have a huge target on my back now that I'm the North American champion, and not only the North American champion, but the NXT champion. So there's that. And some of us didn't realize that Donovan Dijakovic, or Dijakovic, sorry, I mispronounced that guy's name, anyways. But the point is. Keith Lee went to William Regal. He had a match of sorts, if you will, between Donovan Dijakojevic and Keith Lee later on the night. It was a sub-main event. It wasn't a terrible match, i got to say, though. Uh, Karrion Cross, he did step up his game tonight when he attacked Donovan Uh Donovan Dijakojevic, uh, whatever. I, like, just Donovan, there. Anyways, folks. Before I go on my tirades What's up Latvia, Indonesia, Australia, Latvia, Spain Philippines, Tokyo Any good old United States We thank you for listening to the craziness, the madness that is Off the rails, uncensored We've been going some, We've been undergoing some construction, if you will, in the format Due to my new job so, I ask and implore you to be patient while we here at Wrestle Radio Network and Off the Rails Uncensored are doing our best to get our show. Anyway, fuck. Enough promos. Feels like WWE Raw. Yeah. I said it. Now, the only thing interesting, ladies and germs, if you will, I, uh, I normally would play you a video clip in the middle of this segment or... Actually, that's a new thing I've been doing lately. So <clears throat> one thing I've noticed on NXT, even without crowds, it's still keeping up the intrigue of the audience who still pays attention. But the question is, is Keith Lee's reign something new? Is it going to usher in some new stories, you know, some new feuds? I believe the answer is yes, yes, and yes. Tonight, you know, in the Hartley versus uh, Shotzi Blackheart, there's some good stories between, you know, Robert Stone and Aaliyah, which, God, you know, you've been stuck in NXT for how long now? Since 2015? As Bianca Belair would say, I go here now. But for you, it's. I, I don't really, honestly, is a good talent. I don't, I don't know how to judge that. I mean, she looks and feels, it. her gimmick feels to me like if I were to watch Carmella before she broke off as an individual talent. So that's where I'm, you know, basing my observation on her. Robert Stone's a good addition, although he does remind me of, well, Harvey Whippleman, if you think about it, the dark sunglasses, the the suits. Like, does that make Aaliyah like Bertha Faye? I don't, honestly, guys, that's that's a tough question. But Chopsy Blackheart, I love because she's unique, she's different. She did go up against India Hartley from, well, Australia, and she got a girl. You got to work on that finish. It's a it looks like a lower version of the Claymore kick. Is it a knee to the face? I don't know. That finish looked really shitty. Um, You know what, folks? If you have any questions about what my observations are on and what they're all about, go to Wrestle underscore Radio on Instagram, at Brian Rails, or VTrain05000 at Twitter, or you can just message me on Facebook. I'll be answering questions, what you have from me tonight. Yes, that the match between Shotzi Blackheart. Shotzi basically, essentially made Andy Hartley look a very bland, generic core worker look um, somewhat decent in the ring tonight. So, oh, what else is on tap beyond Dee The sacrificial lamb he is uh, for now. I don't know if he's <laughs> if he's just waiting his turn or if he's one of those that. I feel, you know, like Barry Horowitz and he might eventually get a win and then or or he's the new Kurt Hawkins. I don't know. But Tim Thatcher puts him in a single leg crab and he instantly taps. Come on, man. That's just that match was kinda it. But the Eo Shirai and Tegan Knox. Very good back and forth match. That was the main event tonight for the NXT women's championship tonight. What exactly was the theme for NXT tonight. There's a lot of new looks. You got a new feud going on between Donovan Dijakovic. Dijakovic, sorry. And, well... All I can say is... Karrion Kross better change up his offense, repackage something, because his last appearance at In Your House was or E-blade, essentially used the catch-and-throw F5 and his finish against uh, Tommaso Ciampa, which it made me cringe watching and cross work. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping, big man, that you prove all of us wrong, that you're not just some generic psycho-sid wannabe blended in with Brock Lesnar. Here's why. Because here's my critique. Here's Johnny, not Gargano. All right, um, Kylian Cross, I mean, I knew him as Killer Cross, or Killian Cross, I'm sorry, through Wrestling Revolver, nice dude. Um, I don't know him personally. I've only met him a few times at his booth. So anyway, long story short, we all hope you do better because... And wrestling, there's some times when people fuck up or they just bore you to tears. And to say the least, man, if you're supposed to be dominant, a squash match against Tommaso Ciampo. Now, now I'm not supposed to be reviewing the rest of NXT. Um, Damian Priest and Cameron Grimes. Eh, I mean, it wasn't, it was, it was okay. I didn't see any tag team matches going on. So I guess they're just trying to emphasize, Hey, we have new talent. Except for NXT does have the Samoan team or whatever managed by whomever. So I'm just going to say it. I was, you know, captivated by something that's a distraction from this global pandemic and thank you NXT for providing that distraction uh, Tom Phillips being kind of like Corey Graves I, I'm amused are you really letting Tom Phillips loose man kind of funny hearing him talking commentary with Beth Phoenix and Mauro Rinello. Um I think it's funny when Beth got corrected and then she kind of was delayed in her response to Tom Phillips when it was uh, Robert Stone and Aaliyah interfering in Shotzi Blackheart's match so you know that's a good thing, right? That's a good sign, folks. Shotzi Blackheart, a very unique gimmick. You know, she's, she comes out in a small tank, and I love it. Every, I love every bit and piece of her gimmick because it's different. It's anime-inspired. Not only that, it makes me think, okay, cool, there's someone new in the women's division, aside from, well, Nikki Cross on main, that really stands out. So... At the end of Io Shirai and Tegan Knox match, Dakota Kai comes out and attacks Io Shirai. So I'm guessing next week it'll be Io Shirai versus Dakota Kai. And to answer your question, the reason why I'm bouncing all over the place is because, well, I'm trying to stay away, folks. Awake. Not away. Awake. Although I've been slacking on the Mondays, we are going to figure out a time, folks, with Lady Lynn and myself, those of you who just asked on Instagram, that's Wrestle underscore Radio, seems to be a popular hot spot for moi, Lady Lynn and myself will return to the booth, if you will, or respective booths, and she will be joining me on Monday, and if not, I can cover, no big deal, but pretty, I'm pretty sure we've got a lot to discuss, including Extreme Rules, which, Lord have mercy an eye-for-an-eye eye match uh, with Seth Rollins and Rey Mysterio, although that's kind of counter—not counterfeiting, but it's taking to your counterpart an eye-for-an-eye eye match with Moxley and, well, you know, Santana or whomever Moxley went one-on-one with. I forget, because AEW's matches are kind of, one, either very memorable or very forgettable. Like I said, I'm not getting into the negativity part of AEW just yet, but I do have questions for both WWE and AEW and all, you know, the wrestling going on, even though the growing cases of coronavirus are getting higher. I I still, to this day, am wondering when we as fans are going to be able to go back to, you know, Normal shows like Madison Square Garden, Barclays. I miss going. So, case in point, folks. This is going to be one hell of a parquet. In my mind. So I've got NXT in the brain and also the atrocity that was WWE Raw. There were some bits and pieces of it that were decent, but as far as the three hours are concerned, it's like, holy fuck. I really, I I honestly don't know where they're trying to go with some of the angles and, and stories. It's just how do you watch a show that was once upon a time like the hottest thing on TV and now it's like barely making numbers to get ratings I mean it's a 2 million 2.2 2.1 it's averaging 2 million viewers that's not enough that's like the average that we start out watching a pilot show and, and go from there right That's my little take on WWE Raw for now Because we're 13 minutes into the show And I must tell you After Watching Some of Smackdown Live And replays of it And then Some of WWE Raw How can I I mean? I watched from beginning to end. When I say some, I'm referring to I. I try, you know, trying to be fair. Say you can't say I didn't watch all the way through, but then you can't really form an opinion. Anyways, reverting back to NXT, some definite intrigue, you know, finally. A new story a new angle here and there. So it's a work in progress and you work with what you have. AEW on the other hand, it's like okay, so they're they're still trying to overcompensate for which, you know, I find funny because Sammy Guevara's not there for, let's see here, a few weeks. The Inner Circle still functions quite well with Chris Jericho, Hager, oh, Santana Ortiz, the rip-off versions of uh, Steiner Brothers, not even close. Like, I would say they're the ghetto-fied versions of Steiner Brothers. And if someone says they're a good tag team, uh, you know, we all have our opinions. They also have assholes, so Anyways, them trying to put on a show and it's very, it's very WCW influenced because look at the size of the ring, and you look at the talent they have. It's not bad. It's just there's no fucking direction, on their end. And then you have two old timers getting in the ring. I love Jake the Snake and I have respect for Aaron Anderson. But what in heaven's name? You know, Arn giving a spine buster, Jake attempting to give a DDT, or, you know, he gets the other ring. It's like, you guys, it's one thing to give people their recognition, and I've said this before. But Arn Anderson, then you got Tully Blanchard, and then you've got Jake the Snake. Can we all agree upon one thing? AEW does have talent, but some questions may come up like how much do you have left in the tank after you've just wasted a majority of your metaphorical fuel on stories that don't, I mean, feuds that don't go anywhere and then there's a new feud and then there's another feud and it's like it's fucking chaos over there. With NXT when they started their new branches of stories, there's some form of art now with Donovan Dijakovic and Karrion Kross because some big guys can't talk Donovan some guys need work Karrion in essence there's a lot of work that needs to be done on both sides but the questions are will you guys continue to give us goods or will you know we just decide on our own this isn't really for me i'm just going to take a breather from wrestling i don't think that's an option for some of us i need professional wrestling folks i am addicted it's like well no it's not like uh people trying to quit smoking no that's not i tried to not watch wrestling for a whole year do you know why because i will admit something to you despite Of bitching about John Cena. I did, you know, want to tell you the reason why I turned it off is because it's not because he won the championship. Well, it is partially because he won the championship multiple times and there would be no rhyme or reason for another person to win. I just. That's why from 08, no, I think it was somewhere in the range of 08, 09, where I didn't watch wrestling for a whole six months. And the reason for that was just wanted you know to ask them some questions like why did you do this why didn't you you know give it a little flavor you know maybe have wade barrett win the championship back in that year when wade was just white hot and instead of riding the wave it went in a different direction and so yes it's going to happen in professional wrestling i don't know the end all be all type thing I do know Wrestling constantly evolves And I want to I'm going to touch on this During the off the rails portion Because I feel it's important To report to you guys Total honesty and not hold back Because there are times On this show when I hold back And right now I think it not be A perfect segue but Things, how I have 40 minutes left in my fucking show. I would be cheating you all if I didn't relay my exact emotions and my feelings. I know it's like, well, they're like, it's a job you shouldn't relay things about potential workplace. Like, look, if you're honest to an extent where it's not totally overly negative, then people will appreciate the feedback. But if it's like, The overdrive that I used to do on Cynical Feedback, well, technically I had right and I had reason because the shows were absolutely, completely shit-tastic because I wanted so badly for them to go back to being, like, the top-notch. This is why you watch wrestling. It's not, oh, this shit's fake. For me and for other people who actually... Want the sport of professional wrestling To succeed it's a big deal NXT tonight proved that you know We can move on from Adam Cole and Undisputed Just temporarily But I have a feeling you know to add flavor They will be back They're not going anywhere anytime soon we don't know We don't know if people Are contracting the virus for all these Tapings we don't There's a lot of shit that fans don't know And I think it's better that we don't because like going in the Wizard of Oz, that scene where, like, don't pay no attention to the man behind the curtain type thing. I would much rather be kept in the dark about some things. And then there's a part of me that says, nah, man, I want to know a lot of things. And I want to know certain things, you know, where's NXT headed? You know, that's the fucking beauty part about the black and gold brand versus the main brand. The main brand's a whole new, you know, they're big whole new beast really difficult to put together a show, but these guys and gals, they're making it work. They're doing the best they can for us. Am I allowed to express, you know, how I feel about how their best looks on screen? I know I'm not the one performing in front of um, millions of people in a global wide audience, but I digress. So, with the 38 minutes that I have left to sprinkle my cynical words of wisdom, ladies and gentlemen, Off the Rails Uncensored is an explicit podcast with explicit content. If you have a child under the age of 18 and 14, we ask that you put earplugs in their ears and cotton in their whatever it takes to make them not hear, and if they can hear through that – Boy, your kids have damn good hearing. Off the Rails Uncensored is a publicly traded podcast. No, Off the Rails Uncensored was coined is a exclusive, copyrighted podcast. That was coined the phrase "Off the Rails Uncensored" on March sixteenth, two thousand sixteen. March seven, two thousand sixteen. My bad. And by the way, any reproduction or imitation, likeness, or thereof, or reproduction without consent will be a $45 fine per usage of the phrase off-the-rails, uncensored. All right. Enough fucking around. It's time to get inside my head, folks. I cannot guarantee you that you will or will not be offended. But if you are, If I had myself on YouTube, I would tell you, point the direction, exit stage fucking left, because you're about to enter my mind. Because you're going to need to put on some seatbelts and, well, time to uh, unleash. Dig it. focus on tonight's question is NXT, their wheels keep turning. Will we bask or ask questions? I think some of us are going to still ask questions because that's just the mighty smarks and some of us, and yes, I just said the word. I don't really fucking care. Look, a lot of us in this world, in this universe, we're trying our best to keep our heads above water. Whether it be financially, whether it be whatever the fucking case may be. But I'm going to tell you right here, right now, the way I look at things is, is if you truly want to seek out great professional wrestling, let me tell you something that could open up a lot of Pandora boxes or Pandora's box or sorry plural <laughs> it can open up a lot of shit because if you if we complain the main roster, holy hell do we get the opposite of what we want however on n x t we don't know what direction it's going because whoever's in creative control, you know, some things did feel like it being done out of spite. No, it's because it just builds more story when I guess you have Adam Cole reign for 403 days. Does anybody question it? Because look, he amplified the story that he was trying to read to us all. You know, like, we're the kids at the campfire, or you know, trying to figure out what exactly they're going to try and convey us the story. Some people don't like it because they they feel like it's not the same when NXT first started, and when Tom Phillips said ten years, I don't think he realizes. I mean, yes, it's been around for that long, but it used to be a fucking joke where NXT. I mean, before it was regarded as really cool. No one knew what to make of it because it seemed more or less like a reality show than it did an actual wrestling show. And by reality show, I mean like when Titus O'Neill was running around with beer kegs and they had like obstacle courses instead of wrestling matches. And it just was, like I said, it was one big fucking joke. Now you look at NXT when it first started back in, I'm not going to say because, like, actually, yes, I will. In 2014, do you notice the list of names that were on that roster were the biggest names in the Indies ever? You had Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens at one point, Samoa Joe. Well, unfortunately, folks, when Tag Team came up with Connor and Victor, It wasn't um, the Ascension. They weren't utilized or they weren't used, whatever the fuck. Whatever people make assumptions, folks, it felt like there was some definite pain watching them go to the main roster because they weren't fitting the mold of what Vince wanted, right? So the question is, are we keeping the ball rolling with NXT and is Keith Lee's title reign going to be one that's going to interest us, or is it going to bore us to tears? Kind of why I like NXT, because it's like a mad science experiment. You don't know what the fuck's going to happen. You don't know when. And some people say, well, I could have told you that. happened." there are people like that. They're annoying. <laughs> There's a the kid at the, at the magic show, you know, when you're a kid that said, well, all this, you know. The rabbit's going to pop out of the hat when he signals it, and the rabbit's going to leap in the hat. You know, you guys are the ones that kind of make everything less enjoyable and possibly. I think some of you, I'm not assuming, I'm telling you, means that some of you haven't been laid, right? Am I right? Because you know everything. It's not... I don't care for AEW It's Why are you guys so much Like WCW With the exception of giving old timers A choice right Instead it's just like I don't know Where this is headed Type thing I don't know Who, you know, is atop the women's division? Hiroshita. okay. Britt Baker is supposedly a top worker where she's at. I don't, I never saw her ability in NXT because technically she was kind of like, oh, you're here. I may say that's ludicrous. Have you seen her work? Yes, I've seen her work. She's freaking horrible. Nyla Rowe should have been the first ever AEW women's champion. And then why it took so long? I mean, they're like, we didn't want to go with the norm. We wanted to be different. That's As much as I am, you know, unique in wardrobe and different because I wear wrestling clothes to work or because I wear wrestling clothes 24-7. Look, I'm wearing an NWO shirt right now, my friend. (laughs) So we have a question from... Anthony? Is that your name? Hey, what's your last name? Okay, you gave me your last name. All right, cool. So his question is, do I believe NXT UK will merge with NXT? That's a good question. I don't know. Because Walter said that he wants to just wrestle where he's at and go from there and base it off that. So... I mean, look, some of the NXT UK towns are already merging. But, unfortunately, Jordan Devlin, unfortunately, Travis Banks, unfortunately, Elie A lot of allegations against Wolfgang, including pedophilia. So, it's sad, you know, but they had to fold up shops, So, that's the fucking question is, like, how do you... How does one figure out NXT? You can't. But it's, like a, it's like a puzzle. That you, it's a jigsaw puzzle that somehow always comes together in the class of people that they have, man. Look who you got. You got Damian Priest. You've got Cameron Grimes. and There's a few between them. You now have Karrion Cross and Donovan Kovic they now can say his name for some unbeknownst reason to me. It was hard earlier. You have those two feuding. Then you've got um uh, Keith Lee who opened the door or did he open Pandora's box? Well you know, we'll see how well Keith Lee is going to fare as a champion. We're gonna see how well if I mean man, it's not that he cannot pull merch, it's not that he can't put on good matches. The question is, can he be just as big or bigger in popularity with Adam, you know, as Adam Cole. is with a crowd, you know, as Adam Cole, baby. We keep leaves, Oh, bask in his glory. There's sometimes, you know, during his promos where he does kind of sound like a pompous ass. Is it because yeah, he just. he enunciates? No. Is it because he's big as fuck? Maybe. We don't know. We all don't know why we're fawning over Keith Lee. And it's a nice change of pace because, boy, you know, 403 days. That is a huge amount of time. And why was Adam Cole chosen to retain for so long? We don't know. We weren't in the creative meetings for that. But his championship reign did kind of help gravitate his career because if he used to go up to main roster without Undisputed, let me just tell you right now, that's like taking Shawn Michaels out of G-Generation X for the time being. It worked with Hunter, but without Shawn... It really did fall flat a few times. But when you're a kid, you'll go, man, Triple H is the next best thing. Do you know how much that group went through so many transformations and speaking groups? The group of talent, you know, on WWE Raw, there's no denying because I've seen a lot of these people, and I'm going to, you know, transition, if you will. I've seen a lot of people go from NXT and go to Maine and kind of get Forgotten Bianca Belair is starting to be one of them Alright Ruby Riot, And you've got Liv Morgan I don't know where she's at You've got a lot of people that I'm going to tell you right now Alistair Black Is kind of in the main picture Because he's gotten involved with Seth But I'm just going to point out Like I said earlier, there's a lot of question marks that remain about WWE Raw. I already covered the question marks for NXT. And my theory is, can, can we see a crowd again? When will we be able to? I don't know. At this point, I, I've given up some hope because a lot of people don't listen. So y'all, Please wear a mask. That's all I'm going to say for that portion of the subject. Please wear a mask because we, I, and others would like to go to a wrestling show. I miss commiserating with some intelligent folk. Not a lot of wrestling fans are, they're, they're just like, well, I have my stuff on the network that I still watch, or I just watch stuff on Motion. I mean, Dark Side of the Rings, kind of a new series, folks, that I picked up watching. And right now, I was on the Chris Benoit episode. Can tell you about that just for a brief pickup. Those people would like to spew out their conspiracy theories about Benoit. Please shut your cake holes. Oh, and another thing, folks. Side of the Ring, I've watched over I have watched a variety of folks. And I can tell you, after watching some episodes of Dark Side of the Ring, if those, you know, of course they're going to be more entertaining than some episodes of WWE Raw. There have been times when there's been action nonstop, and there's been times when it's very lackadaisical. I don't want to. I do not want to turn on my TV and see endless fucking talking, no points, and then it takes about eight to ten minutes or even longer to get some action. in. I mean, yeah, he a headbutt or no, it was a right hand from Drew McIntyre with Dolph Ziggler. That segment. Why did it? Why? We have so many talk shows and we have so much microphones going on. It's like, so I get paid to work, not only work, but talk on the mic sixty percent of the time. The other forty, I get to work. And I'm being honest with you guys. Come on, you don't have an audience. Well, you kind of do with the up and you know up and coming NXT people, but you don't have an audience. So the booze. I mean, I know they have canned heat, canned booze, and canned cheers, but I got to, it begs the fucking question, why is there so much talking and less work? And if you condense the matches, dude, there's probably three to four, having a three-hour show because there's so much airtime. I've said this before, I sound like a broken record, don't I? Why is there so much lathering instead of people beating the absolute fuck out of each other? Now I'm not going to talk in a loop because that'll get old, right? You guys have heard this same song and dance a bunch of times. The only intriguing part that came out of WWE Raw, aside from the fact that it's hard to pay attention to some of the matches, was... Shayna Baszler calling out the women's division. Thank God someone had to. They have a very talented WWE women's division on both NXT and Main. For on Main, it's more of SmackDown Live kind of pulls the weight again as far as the women's division goes. You know, they got Sasha and Bayley trying their damnedest to be the, the biggest heels as the tag team champions. And I don't know how long their title reign is going to run, but Please understand something. From what I observe, it's like, okay, people are going to hate on Sasha and Bailey because they're like, I can't stand them, blah, blah, blah. Then they're doing their job. As annoying as both those women are. Because calling them bitches is not going to really help the situation because, well, they spent a long time in NXT, not really. Sasha... There's a lot more layers and leads on. With Bailey, I don't. She's the worst at commentary. She's the worst at the mic. Her wrestling skills, I mean, this is why some people need managers. She's one. It would actually help her, it would actually accommodate her. Maybe if MVP managed her, it might make them a little better. But he's already tied up with Lashley, and that's a different story for a different day. I'm going to tell you, MVP adds intrigue whenever he's backstage, whenever he's in the ring. You know why? Because he knows, even without an audience, there's some people that can work, and, well, you found them. Because Lashley was about as drab and boring as watching popcorn pop in the microwave. Some people are like, well, I get excited about that. Let me explain. If you knew, if you know what's going to be your routine throughout the day, don't you feel like that would get boring and redundant? Same thing with Lashley. Good talent, just not so good on the mic, and boy, the whole Rusev-Lana-Lashley triangle was fucking horrible. Even though people say that's the most watched segment on the show, still horrible. Okay, raw, some definite talent. Like I said, I can give props to certain things in certain areas of WWE, and I will say thank you for giving us all these wonderful, you know, TV tapings. Because if it weren't for that fact. Like I said, I'd be going crazy watching old In Your Houses. I would be watching just old stuff, and then I'd be watching Dark Side of the Ring religiously, because those are like 45-minute episodes in itself. So, are we going to Go back to, uh, even though there's no audience, is that, is that the reason? I mean, what's going to happen, folks? We don't know. But on main roster, I can guarantee you, there's intrigue with Rey Mysterio and Seth, because they, I mean, eye for an eye match, cool. <clears throat> Donovan, or Dominic, sorry. Hang on one second. Pause. stick, ten seconds for station identification. Right here on Off the Rails censored. All you wanna do is stop your face and be annoying. All you wanna do with me. And- fight! 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 Okay, so. Let's get things straight, shall we? We know main roster's on fucking decline because SmackDown Live is yet again pulling the weight in a very odd kind of fashion. WWE Raw has intrigue, but let's just leave it at it needs improvement, okay? Oh, right, I'm not going to leave it like that. There are times when I'll be looking at my phone and looking through different things, and really, at that point, if I'm looking at my phone instead of the TV, there's something wrong. If I'm text messaging my friends' funny messages and not paying attention to the material that's presented on screen, that's by choice. Because if there are talk shows, I mean, I can we can watch that on daily TV. We don't have to have to turn on the wrestling show, right? That's I want you guys to understand something. There are some questions about NXT, but not many. But if there's a lot of questions about a show, don't you guys think it's time to revamp and do something different? Like, don't add as many segments of like, okay, I'm going to beat your ass this time, we don't even know the fucking stipulation for Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre, and the, there's just a lot of things that bogs my mind, like Alistair Black was a big, big deal with Andrade, Cien Almas. To renew the feud between those two, I mean, you'd have to take Angel Garza out of the picture, is alright, I mean, for what it's worth I mean I just want to point out a few things with that, you either love the idea or hate the concept ideal, meaning I thought about this, there's a there's a general concept behind what I'm trying to convey concept meaning the big picture type thing in wrestling, right? There's this concept and then there's this one Make up your mind. That's all I'm going to tell you. There's no clear-cut story why Lana, you know, aligns herself with certain female superstars now, and then Bianca Belair turns into a babyface. She's better off being a heel than you turning her into the hero. I'll come to your aid, Ruby. Also giving the reins to Sasha and Bailey to be uber heels. Good intrigue. Um, You're doing a job. Is there any complaints? Sometimes yes, because so if you kick and scream, but you need them. To take him back, because I guarantee you, if this was back in the day, during Attitude Era or any era in wrestling, if Sasha would have done what she did prior, you know, to their tag team title run with her tag team title run with Bailey, she would have been gone. When someone, you know, says to me, what do you think's good about WWE? I just told you in the beginning of the show, I thank my lucky stars that they are providing us entertainment because next week, folks, is going to be kind of a uh, mad science experiment, you know, no crowds because the pandemic has gotten out of control, with, you know, the Yankees and pretty much every major league team is going to be playing a 60-game schedule. Honestly folks, I don't I don't know what to tell you. But without a crowd. Now they say well they added in a crowd. What do you think that it makes things a little bit easier than you know pounding on the plexiglass and booing and feeling their real feelings like I'm about to give you in the next ten minutes. I believe WWE is going in a good direction but also needs a little bit of help. Commentary is how you depict a match, right? It's how you, that's how we as fans know what's going on. Because if we were blind and you were hearing commentary and you just. The interjections of Tom Phillips and Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe tries to get everything in. And sometimes it. It makes sense. Other times it's like, okay, well, he's basic, you know, and he's at least giving his honest opinion. Byron Saxon, you know, it's funny. He actually manages to get into the show. It's really funny. It's kind of like Gorilla Monsoon, right? No, I wouldn't compare Saxon to a legend. But sometimes it's, it's just, I think just, if you're not into the show, then you're not enjoying it, in other words. So Saxon is one of those that you could say anything to him on the opposition of commentary, and it would – incite him in a big kind of way but there are other times when you just want to mute because he gets too into it and it's like I don't know I miss JR JR and Jerry Lawler's perversions or perverted sayings like "Here, puppy puppy puppies or "Yoo-hoo." I miss when the opposition you know the well I know the heel color commentators were able to let loose and basically despise the baby face as they were in the ring before they walked to the ring and after they exited. Now, there's three people, so it's kind of hard to pay attention to what each one is saying. So, you ask my humble opinion, Ross sucks. It has the talent. It's just... And they keep stories somewhat. They're just not pulling their fucking weight, man, because if the ratings are low, although that's kind of annoying to see the ratings have reached an all-time low. Like three weeks in a row they've reached an all-time low. Come on with it. There's got to be a saving grace, right? There's got to be something nice I can say. Well, the nice things I can say, like I said, SmackDown Live is pulling their weight, NXT is pulling theirs. The only dead weight right now is WWE Raw. They're giving us a show. They're they're taping it in set in spurts. I just wanna know one thing though. If I wanted to see three hours of talking, which that'd be craziness unless there was nothing else on T V, sure. Just can you guys please Cut out the talk shows Just a smidgen Just have one Two at the most But unfortunately WWE Total bliss The Kevin Owens show MVPs Got a show now so that's three Come on man I wish, like I said, I wish Jim Ross and Jerry Waller sat at commentary. but we are evolving with the times, and right now, right now would be a good time to ask ourselves, why do we watch professional wrestling? I can answer that question for you from my perspective. I know a lot of you have different interpretations and a lot of different thought processes, but here's mine. All right? When in doubt, don't talk too much. Get straight to the point. Don't hold the microphone for very long because it just feels like, "Hi, I'm here to start a conversation." If if I truly wanted, I could sit with my roommates. Benny, Michael, John. Oh, I forget one. Terry, Terry, his old ass. Look. Well, All I'm saying is wrestling now versus wrestling back then, of course you're going to get a lot of different looks. Of course you're going to feel a different kind of feel. There needs to be a semblance of just because these people are, you know, in your top tier favorites, don't. Don't fall for that Lotus Trap because that's what got WWE in hot water in the first place, right? Well, they're still running. You still buy our merch. I can attest to buying merch because, trust me, I bought a lot of shirts here recently I have a new job, you know, and it's great because I get to sit back and relax and watch all kinds of craziness. So winding down this show, I'm going to tell you something. For those of you not wearing a mask, if you have medical conditions, you're exempt from this rant. And this does have something to do with professional wrestling and other sporting events outside of wrestling. For you dumb fucks not wearing a mask You know You're impeding the process Of fans being able to Full on go to wrestling shows Not just wrestling shows but indie shows And also prevent traveling So PSA man Public service announcement If you don't think wearing masks will benefit you Eventually you're going to get the fucking disease This is not a Pandemic my mother's best friend was found dead by her son. And she was about to fucking retire, man. You're preventing us from enjoying ourselves. We can enjoy watching in our room all we want or, or watching the network or whatever the fuck, but you can't beat the experience of being live. The last, Last show folks that was live I was there Royal Rumble 2020 The last time I was able To go to two wrestling shows And not have Any fucking issues You know why? Before this Craziness and madness I was you know Brought the world to its knees, not quite. It was fun because we could commiserate with other fans, talk, argue. Some might fist fight over this shit, but I don't. What I'm saying is, it was enjoyable. So wear a mask, wash your hands. Oh, and please, for fuck's sakes, wear pants. If you're going into the store, please wear pants that have a belt. Will we ever be the same? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't honestly think so, folks. And um, if you don't, fine. We will be in this bullshit for a very long time, unless we all vote a certain someone out. A man doesn't care about anybody but himself. Not going to get too much into politics, but there's a lot of things that tie into this. If you wear a mask, we'll be able to go back to wrestling shows again. If you wear a mask, we'll be able to fill stadiums and football stadiums. And hell, we'll even be able to go to arena football, whatever floats your fucking fancy. We'll be able to do that if you all wear... I got to wear a mask for eight hours a day, man. Just fucking saying. If I and other people got to wear a mask eight hours a day, it's because we don't want to breathe... And some of you may or may not have the virus or listening and saying, why the fuck is he bringing political shit into this? It's because it does have a tie-in with this. You want to enjoy concerts. You want to see people. You want to stop this whole social distancing thing and, you know, go really close to each other in a line at a store. Or when you wait for a concert. Or when you wait for concert tickets, my bad. So that is that. Just the food for thought, man. Be safe. And if you didn't agree with anything I had to say, then I got three choice words for you: forget about it. Toodles, bitches. I got to work in the morning. I love you all. Thank you all for listening to me and putting up with my shit. I got to go to bed, so I got to earn a living. Good night. Again, toodles, bitches. Do you get...